like okay. stir up the carbonated steam like. Oh, oh, I'd love to do a roast. I would uh, uh, queue up with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's for again. That's for again. <laughs> and we're live. Hello, this is Richie from the Metal Cell Podcast. I'm actually delighted to welcome Spirit Merchant down to the studio. We've got Colin, Ollie, and Leon. How are we, lads? Good, Richie. Great, Richie. Yeah. I was just saying earlier that uh, this is your third time being on this, Colin. Living the dream. Living the dream. Yeah, man. yeah. Come at me. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's going to have to be on it twice in close. Do you know who's going to run you close, actually, will be Jack. Yeah. He's going down. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. um, he's definitely coming on with Gallic as well. Well, well yeah. look, if we want to have a feud in the metal scene in Cork, I think me and him are good. Yeah, what about, the, is, what about the actual feud between Crows and Grey Stag? Yeah, oh, let's that, get this that's out on, yeah. Like, that's oh, Burner, like they invented it. Yeah, yeah, it's on. Yeah. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get him started. <laughs> Go on, keep uh, going. <laughs> like, what did they say that they invented the song Burner? Like, we had Chalice Burner and they, what did they call it? Sky Burner? Sky Burner. And they said that they kind had Kind of a it. better song if you think about it. Like. Yeah, but, well, it they, all are, they all are better songs. <laughs> Watch that, Jack. Oh. That's it, like, but, like, that they came up with it. We had Chalice Burner for years, but... Go on, let's keep going. It'd be yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it. only on their new EP. That's all. Ah, oh, sure. Do you no, know, no. <laughs> all bands are lovely to each other's faces. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Grace Stag. Actually, their uh, baseball T-shirt arrived today with a load of goodies as well. So shout oh, out yeah. to the lads. Thank you very much for that. That new new EP is class. Yeah. Very good. Now featured prominently in our awards, so it did, and uh, it helps that they're lovely lads as well. You know. Had to bang on. And funnily enough, a three piece as well, just like yourselves. That's it. So, um, how are we in relation to uh, new material? Any of you want to take that up? We'll start off with that anyway, and we'll work our way through. We've got the bi- we've got the best problem I think any band could ever wish yeah. to have. That we've like we literally can just we went into a room one day recently, and we just went in to write maybe a new tune, and I think we left with five or six. 10 minute pieces of music recorded oh. you know demos of us jamming in the moment but you know an album's worth of material in two hours after work one Thursday evening the chemistry is just there so that the music is just it just it's, it's like a tap you, all you have to do is just stand in the room and open the tap yeah so just organising that all around everybody's lives and more bands and less time and yeah getting yeah. older and da 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 so we're working hard to whittle it down mm. but we have so much we, we probably have two three years worth of releases you know oh, easy, yeah. at our easy. we haven't even gone back to those five songs yet because we had yeah. another two ones to work on and like we polished up one for the torch gig the last day right and that's and we might even revisit that because there's one or two places we want to put in a bit more but would you find out those kind of not so much weaknesses or changes that you need to make on a live format more oh, so you always do yeah. yeah, I always find that uh, you can be jamming a song for about two months in a practice room and then you play it live and you can see what sections work live and then you can revisit it again. Uh, I think once you play it live once or twice, you'll know. It won't be a case you're playing five or six times live. Mm-hmm. Once or twice, you'll know, and then you go back into the jam room and take it from there. Right. Mm-hmm. But we've got a very, as he said, Colin said, we had a very hard problem that we have loads of stuff. Mm-hmm. Just now we have to things, work on it. Right? You know, Look, can you actually see 
the crowd and a reaction or is it more down to Leon and Colin? If there's no smoke machine, I can see the crowd perfectly. Right. If there's a smoke machine, I'm done. That's <laughs> it. Can't see it. Yeah. I like to be fully obscured in smoke, Richie. <laughs> it's like Hide a, me. What's that? Bury me in smoke. Yeah. yeah. In other yeah. bands I was playing, you'd be doing really fast stuff and you'd be looking at the lads for changes, making sure you're all right. Spirit Merchant, you're kind of, you might look up once every three or four minutes because you're actually in the moment. Right. And you're jamming and out and then... When you know there's a stop coming, you might put the head up. But uh, when you're playing away, just about being in that moment, which yeah. is a really good thing. Like kind of feeling that more than counting stuff out. You know? Yeah, I fucking fall down big time if I start counting shit. You know. Yeah. Um. So I just feeling it more than nothing. Yeah. Really, you know. And um, would you? You wouldn't be arsed with watching the crowd, yeah. I find it hard to look up with the crowd back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but this whole thing is looking into people's souls. Oh, right, right into their eyes. <laughs> I'm an awful shoegazer. I don't know. Yeah, not that I fucking intend on being a shoegazer, yeah. shoegazer but it just happens, I suppose. Yeah. Colin, you're you're doing more so. Well, you're more grimacing and gurning. Yeah, sometimes, like sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you know, I can really send something home by looking at someone. And yeah. We all want to connect with people with something that you do. Mm. That's what we're all doing here. Yeah. So that's great sometimes, but. For the most part, when it's good, you're not really thinking about anything. Yeah, you're, you're kind of running like, on a gut feeling. I very often at gigs, my eyes close at the start of a song, and at the end of the song, I open them and I'm standing facing in a direction I didn't realize I was facing Fucking in. Hell. Yeah. You know, like because yeah. it's just it's just very immersive. It's great. Yeah. But looking at the crowd and eyeballing somebody or some guys going mad. And you point at them and there's a feedback there mm. and then you see them and then you see that trickle onto somebody beside yeah. them and that's cool. And that's an that's a craft as well. Great frontman. I w it would be great to be able to be the front man. Yeah. And it suits some music and it doesn't suit others. Yeah. That's an art in its own right. Yeah, yeah. And there are true. people that are amazing at doing yeah. that. But that's another thing altogether. But yeah. for us it's just more about making people either more comfortable or uncomfortable in whatever situation. <laughs> <laughs> Crowd's lucky I'm behind the drum kit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, if I was on a guitar bass I'd be in amongst You'd the whole lot of them the crowd, yeah. Yeah. That's You've it got the whole that time. madness about you That's it yeah Yeah I've fucking seen you At the front of gigs enough times Exactly that's it So what else you be doing like Yeah one. I mean look You know Especially Kind of No Tomorrow I'm 40 fucking 9 unfortunately Hey, but, uh, hey. Yeah uh, 49 feeling fine No fucking feeling <laughs> fragile <laughs> <laughs> Cause that's what I was going to bring up about it because like do you any of you think like uh, you're all in at a guess now you're all in your mid 30s surely beat the fuck none of you are going to say I'm 20 something now are you uh, early, early 30s don't be fun years on me like uh, fucking are <laughs> you what, what age uh, 33 33 oh. 40 ah there you go 33 me. Oh. I'm the so older, the older yeah, that's, 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 yeah you're going to be like me you're yeah. going to actually start withdrawing further back from the crowd, you know, because you're going to feel the pain more on your <laughs> neck and shoulders and everything. We said it the last day in German, like, as you get older, like, people fall away from the scene and people get tied up with kids and stuff like that. But yeah. if you don't go jamming, what else would you be doing? Because from my perspective, and the lads probably feel the same, it's I'm not in a band to play gigs. That's a plus side. Right. I'm in a band to actually go up after work. You're stressed. You go into a room for two hours and you create something. And that's creating something that wasn't there before. Yeah. That's cool. why I play music. Yeah. It's hard to argue with, isn't it? Yeah. Spot that's on. Spot like. on. Yeah. yeah. Food for the soul, man. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's why I keep going to the gigs as well. Because I get that same thing yeah. going to gigs, you know. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Just even fucking going up and seeing bands in Dublin, that, or even going to foreign seeing bands, it's just 
such an amazing fucking hobby and it gets you visiting places as well you know? oh yeah visiting yeah. friends you might have seen in a while and shit you know that's so, it yeah. there's nothing better than actually going to a gig not locally because you know you you'll you'll get all the familiar heads locally yeah but doesn't like say going to dublin now um for something and there's like maybe through facebook you've got around 15 or 16 lads all heading there as well to slayer an obituary one now would yeah. be a great example and just oh, everybody right. meets in one pub and the crack oh is yeah second yeah. to none like exactly you know and um and as i said kind of just because it's metal we're just different we're different breed of people like you know oh yeah, yeah it's interesting i like thinking about where that may come from i mean obviously we all are born with genetics from the people yeah. that came before us i like to think that people like ourselves whatever culture we came from was a culture that like battle and they liked yeah you know they like being creative and they like f fury and fire and wildness and that's obviously silly us. Yeah, and that can go one or two ways. You can either funnel it into something that seems wild and crazy, but it's actually you controlling all of that, mm -hmm. or you know you fly off the handle and yeah. you turn into a raging alcoholic. And you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it seems like there's two choices for line. this type of person. <laughs> you know, but where does it come from? I I don't know where it comes from. I'm not I'm not educated enough to know the details. But mm -hmm. it's just interesting to think that that kind of spirit is where that that came from you know what yeah. I mean so it's like it's never going to die but there's not much to really fight about anymore so I think then what you're trying to get at would be it's a tribal thing metal oh yeah, yeah so definitely so, are yeah. just very tribal in general aren't yeah, they? Yeah. You know, even yeah. like that's why people get so fucking upset about different types of music and that yeah. they're just entrenched yeah. it's like this is the music I like yeah. Fuck, yeah. fuck their sounds yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 but like metal I suppose is very niche as well just because yeah. especially back in the day you were a fucking slipknot or yeah that's it yeah so people just i suppose you're kind of group together it, it kind of yeah. breeds a really sort of like community vibe or whatever i think oh, yeah. i think i even heard did i hear pav saying that one time as well or whatever that just he's really grateful for the community and it's such a, a lovely yeah he'd said that yeah. think, like not everyone supports everyone mm. you know what I mean? oh yeah um, no yeah. one really wants to say no one really wants to say i'm bad about anyone you know, which is great great to yeah. see there's no it's not dog eat dog or anything like people are trying to help each other it's know? actually not dog eat dog no 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 yeah. it's, it's, it's do you think it's different in different countries then in relation to dog eat dog when it comes to the genre yeah no I think I think that you know people before you even know them if you know what type of music they're into and when it comes mm. to this type of music it's very intimate very personal a lot mm. of the times it's used as a cathartic thing to get through tough situations yeah. That you've dealt with in life yeah so if you know if you're into this band and then this person into this band or you know that most of the bands they like are from a certain genre and you've been there you know what that music is doing for yes. them because it's done the same for you so then without sitting down and spitting your heart out to each other you kind of already have by wearing the t-shirt yeah so you're just closer whereas you like whatever the thing is that's on the radio and the next person does but that's just because the radio is on yeah. It's not something you mm -hmm. see you seeked out as a medicine like, for your you or whatever it may be, you know. After Monolith last year, or not even after Monolith, I think it was maybe before we went on. Um were we playing Monolith last year? Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> you fucked off. The two boys had a big packet of potatoes. <laughs> 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 the rest of the weekend affected my memory uh, somehow. I don't know. Go on, uh, on, uh, on, on the, the outside. Right, the, I could just hear Tijuana walking up the street, guy going like. 
fuck out all they're doing this fucking shout I don't know who's on the stage but they were kind of right but like <laughs> I just wanted to stop him and kind of like explain to him like why it's not just a lad on a stage going Wah! you know what I mean <laughs> but it would be lost because it's yours when yeah. all, your only exposure is like uh, music that gets radio airplay or whatever yeah. or even say now like Spotify playlists instead of like browsing around or going to different blogs trying to find shit you're into you know what I mean that seems mm. to be the way most popular music is sort of like, oh, it's been said to me a few times um, and especially since I have the podcast now that people are you know just normal people not into the scene right like that they go but like it's such an anti anti-social music you know and I'm going what nah. what do you mean uh, anti-social like and they go oh, you, you, oh, it's just like it's so harsh and you know and it's really promoting violence and you know and it's just like so fucking cliche you know it's just like, like people people ignore it's the one um, it's the one emotion and thing that, pe- that people ignore like you're allowed to have happy music you're allowed to have sad music you're allowed to have upbeat music and all this shit and then when it comes to angry music like, no, like people think it's all like dark and fucking upside down crosses and shit yeah. like you're I was trying saying, to proliferate or yeah, yeah. make like, more of that in the world it's the opposite yeah it's oh, yeah. actually it's actually one of the most friendly scenes ever. like I think I was saying to you all ago or whatever I was up seeing a rapper in Dublin and the crowd was really young really rowdy and they were all kind of like fucking emulating this kind of American gangster shit you know what I mean yeah like, I think I was saying to you earlier like they were fucking giving out to like stewards and shit and everything. but the vibe in the room was just a heavy vibe like yeah. there's a load of boys like and Try, like just trying to be hard or whatever and then um, it was like it was only up at Daughters like two weeks before that or whatever up the front in the pit getting elbowed getting pushed around the place yeah. accident like or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. and it felt infinitely friendlier oh, infinitely yeah. friendlier mm. there was like a proper even the guy beside me and me were kind of like pushing back on people a bit to give a girl and her boyfriend a bit of space and that you know like, trying, yeah. trying not to crowd her too much and shit you know and then thinking back to like the hip hop gigs and that or some of them now not all of them yeah it's just that really sort of yeah I think kind of we self-police better oh we do especially oh, in the yeah, pit like yeah, someone yeah, falls yeah. down people help them back to your yeah. point if people don't understand music they're very quick to judge it whereas uh, no there's some clothes might miss in metal but I find metal people would be more open to listen to other types of music and seeing what's in it for them like yeah. but if people listen to raid music they don't understand metal they don't get it yeah. they hear the vocals and they instantly no that's not for me like, like, you have yeah. to have an open mind yeah. to begin with to be listening but to that's it, like, yeah. <laughs> but a lot of those type of people will never get into metal or any or jazz or anything like that you have to have an inquisitive mind you yeah. have to look for stuff like yeah. and you'll find it if you want to mm. like what you were saying about the people at the rap concert compared to a metal concert and the camaraderie and um, just their general attitude as to why they're there mm. I think people that go to not every rap gig or popular mm. music gig a lot of them go there to be seen to be a part of a thing that is popular because it's made popular with money and yeah, different things yeah. whereas with heavy metal it's you're not really at the gig to be seen at the gig yeah mm. you're at the gig for a part like you're at the gig for something very personal mm. it's nice to close your eyes at a heavy metal gig and just listen and then you're like oh yeah fuck I'm in a room with all these people yeah. do, you know, do you know what's actually getting into metal gigs more so now is the phones up in the air ah. oh, well, ex- fucking man like do you know it's one of these it's the modern world right but Jesus Christ experience the fucking gig through your own eyes oh yeah, yeah. like no one wants to see well okay some videos on YouTube are cool from gigs and that but mostly no one wants to see your yeah. fucking video like, like when no. like when is enough now for me enough is to get a 50 second or a minute clip of a fucking band like, if, I, if know? I know a good That's riff enough, or some like, shit's come yeah. up or something I'll be like 20 you know? seconds or so yeah. um, but like I 
like listen, yeah. like watching. And it's usually mm-hmm. some shit anyway. When you yeah, play that's too much, man. <laughs> and a, a photograph, photograph. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, taking yeah, them yeah. in a video. What people mm-hmm. don't realize, you actually have a camera in your head. It's called your brain. It will remember <laughs> the gig. If you actually just put down the phone, you actually will remember it more. And as you said, the sound is crap off a camera yeah. phone anyway. All you yeah, hear yeah. it. I think it's just a habit. It's phones are obviously an incredible habit I mean yeah. how many times it's, a day yeah. you Enjoy just Instagram stories think about your phone that's it, like, tell people you're there like, thing, you it's, know? it's yeah. the perver- yeah, that's, that whole that's thing a big one well. yeah. it's likes people think that if they get more likes I'll feel better you won't just well, sit down listen to more depressing metal music I don't think it's about like well some people some it is people like, it is yeah but, uh, like kind of for me now it'd be a case of like you know just record it for as I said the 50 seconds yeah and I know that a few of the lads back home would watch it and kind of go, fuck oh, that's that looks fine, yeah. cool, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. But the guys that have it up for four or five minutes. Like, I've seen a lad, I've seen a lad at, a, I think it was a Sunno gig. He wasn't in front of me, but 45 minutes had the phone up and he had the little tripod. And it's just like, Jesus why? I would nice. say, like, it's good to see people like, is Adrian, is it? Um, oh, yeah, Adrian. Yeah, like, yeah, it's good yeah, to see yeah, people yeah. like him at gigs. Yeah, but he's, he's, he's genuine. He, but, yeah, yeah he's, no, but that's great. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, that's a full song. Yeah, like, yeah, like, you know, happy days. Man, the amount of, I've seen, the amount of posters I've seen, and I've gone, oh, shit, I wonder who these boys are. And then yeah. I go and I search for his name on YouTube and the band, and it's one of those Space Speak. Yeah. Shout Jesus out to Mr. Christ, Space like, Speak. That's, that's all you need to see to just go, fuck it, I'll head along to that gig or whatever. Yeah. Mm, so, that, like, but it's just a, a change in culture. Um, and what I like about the way it's gone in America now is that some gigs now you just have to hand your phone in. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and it's it's in some kind of um, mm. locked form or something. There's a, there's Dave Chappelle a, fucking did it for Yes, for yes. It's, it, it, it's probably comedians more so than gigs. Yeah, probably. just gives us a little fucking pouch or whatever. And yeah. Just pop it in and they seal it up. And Can you it. fucking imagine asking people for phones in Ireland to do well, that? Well, you now. keep it in your pocket <laughs> in the pouch too, though. It's just you can't yeah. open the fucking thing, you know? Nightclubs yeah. in Berlin, yeah. when you walk in, they put a clip on top of your cam on the camera. And yeah. so if there you go, uh, so you're, if you're in the nightclub, if you pull up your phone, you're rejected. But it, it was it was like even that. It's oh, it starting to come this probably way then. That, that rap gig or whatever there was at, like fucking, he was saying he was saying like, do you want to hear a new fucking tune? And it's like nobody can have their fucking camera phones out now. This is it. I'm telling you seriously, if anyone records this, I'm stopping instantly or whatever. And you're gonna get to hear a tune that no one else has heard before. You know, right? It's pretty fucking exciting cool. or whatever. I'm pretty cool, like yeah. And um, he got about 30 seconds into the song and he's like, stop, 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 stop. He's at a room for everyone. He's at a room for fucking ever. He just couldn't fucking not record. Poor and boy, he gave he gave a massive warning and everything. Like, just yeah. please, for this one song. It wasn't your, enough. No, just for this one song, put your phones away and you can take him out then, you know, no issues after this song. No, fucking ruined it for everyone. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, compulsion. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, this is it now. I mean, the demographic is changing. The audiences are changing. They're getting younger for us. You know, um, and that's just part of their culture now, you know. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it's hard to accept something you don't understand. Yeah. But it's hard to judge it when you don't live within it either. <laughs> so it's a weird one. It's weird when you start feeling like that, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. You see, like, even over Christmas and you hear of nephews and nieces getting the new thing. What the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck, I was the person showing people how to use phones not yeah. too long ago. Or, That's it, yeah. or whatever the thing Showing was. your father how to text. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, one, three times, <laughs> now that we foresee. Oh, my father discovered WhatsApp a few weeks ago. 
Oh, oh lads, lads. <laughs> I'll never use that on day and night. And <laughs> Send a message <laughs> to everyone. At home for Christmas, like I was saying to the cousins, only like 17 or 18 or whatever. And I was like, look at them all. And they're sharing around their memes. My uncle and that, like, showing like funny videos to the other <laughs> uncles and shit. It's just like, oh, it's dear mental, isn't dear it? Dear Lord. Like, oh, I, yeah. I didn't even know they could operate such a device. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lads. Oh. But um, getting back as well to the tribal thing as well, I think no other scene probably invest so much in their t-shirts as well and that's yeah, another yeah. thing as well with the tribal your identity mm. is very important yeah mm. yeah because i mean a t-shirt will start the conversation yeah more oh, so yeah. than a guy that's really shy yeah and a good aesthetic to a band kind of tells you that they have taught about things a bit more than just blindly kind of stumbling through Jumping into yeah that says a lot when you see something well presented and it all makes sense you're like Oh, and then when there's some symbolism to it or whatever it may be, there's a lot of symbolism in heavy metal as well. A lot of people are wearing symbols every day, they don't even know what they mean. Yeah. Mm. But by wearing them, they're they're a part of a bigger thing yeah. and an older thing. And It's true, actually. And we mean, inject our own meaning into symbols, and as they continue surviving, we're putting more into it. Like, so f- you're filling yeah. up the pot. Even like, you more. can go back as far as Led Zeppelin for symbols. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Black Sabbath. Yeah, really. Oh, I yeah, mean, that's, that's where it more or less kicked off, really, wasn't it? Or am yeah. I singing? And then I suppose it would have went to the black metal bands. You know, they would have really adopted yeah. using symbols or uh, a, as a weapon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And now you see it everywhere. I think. Um, yeah, yeah, it's well. But it's a lot. There's a lot of it in Ireland that a lot of it kind of gets cast into the fiddly idolu too traditional or like playing on the whimsical thing but then you see other bands say Senzar and Yurt and different bands like they use symbolism and ourselves and Zora yeah. use symbolism that's maybe a little bit more rooted in the reality yeah. which is not as nice and polished as uh, yeah. the kind of you know the very Commercialized. commercialized view yeah. of yeah. ancient Ireland. You know what yeah. I mean? It's a lot more brutal than that. Well, as a designer, now that I have you, the three mushrooms on the grey stag, do they represent the lads? Oh, yeah. Like, when there's, whenever there's, like, a number that corresponds, it corresponds to a lot. There's so much of that. That's, that's how you make anything good. Yeah. Whether it comes to music or lyrics or a piece of art is that it actually has some substance. If it has yeah. substance to the person that created it, it's going to have substance to other people. Whether it's the same thing, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter, but it will still be coming from a place of substance. So that's the only way to do it, is have little things yeah. hidden for you. And then when other people pick up on it like that, it's a fucking thrill. <laughs> so class. <laughs> yeah. So there's quite a few album covers that you've done like that. And is that a conscious part of you? Oh, yeah. You try find out maybe how many people are in the band or find out a place that they're from. And then find out a tree that grew in one of their gardens or a tree that grows beside their practice space and the leaves that are on that tree. So then if you're putting a tree into it, you lose the tree from, you know, that kind yeah. of thing. Okay. Or the amount cool. of stars that are in the sky could correspond to a personal significance to you or mm. that kind of thing. And, yeah. you know, even when it comes to mushrooms and symbols, it's about magic mushrooms, it's about <laughs> of mushrooms which is why we're fucking, which had a big impact on us as a species and why we're here. So yeah. if it raises a conversation, that's all good, you know. Symbolism yeah. is great at making people think. So it's helped me think and expand my horizons. Yeah, more than I could put into words. You changed. You updated your kind of profile and the symbol that's on that. Um, I presume your idea. 
Yeah, me and Leon kind of work together on that side of okay. things. It's still something that we're developing. It's hard to put an aesthetic to a band before you really understand musically what yeah. you are. Right. Mm. So a lot of the symbolism in that is alchemical. So it's got a couple of different symbols amalgamated together. One is the symbol for sulfur. Another is a symbol for the sun. And another is a symbol for the grey wolf, which is a symbol that's been used in Asian cultures. So it's kind of an amalgamation of them. Okay. Mixed together to make a logo that, you know, looks aesthetically pleasing to us and mm. contains a vast array of symbols that in themselves have massive wells of, you know, yeah, things you, behind if you, them. If you want to go you know, and discover uh, it. Like yeah, that. alchemy is something that we're trying to, I think we really like earthy tones and the idea of sulfur grating. So the lyrics and ocean spray, there's a lot of like really visceral <laughs> You know, yeah. things in the lyrics that you can whittle down to different mm. elements or different things that you would use in alchemy to create different things. That's a very fascinating subject. Yeah. Um, so it's obviously a real well that you yeah, can take from actually, for yeah. your visuals, for everything else. But um, it's something that you can kind of repeat. And I think with the name as well, the name as well is pretty cool. You can certainly kind of. We were on the fence that. about it even lately, the name, you know. Yeah. Really? Because it could be taken up one or two ways, really. Yeah. Spirit Merchant is either... That's the way drink. I'd look at it. I, oh, no, Christ, no. Yeah, I would yeah. The other way is... Well, no. I was worried I didn't kind of travel that well, you know. But it was just... I'm not, I don't know. I don't dislike it. But I was well, just maybe, maybe it's just down to the person's perception as well. I mean, well, a Spirit Merchant really... for me kind of... And it's funny you said the sulfur kind of evokes. It was... Where I looked at it, at the name Spirit Merchant, I just thought of ancient fucking caravans going across deserts yeah, yeah well that's you know? kind of more smoke weed yeah. every day yeah. <laughs> 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 oh don't you on that there <laughs> like, like, uh, yeah I, no, like, I, I just I was just worried I might travel really was all. I know when I came into the band I saw the name and I instantly went you're a merchant of spirit to feed yeah. the spirit yeah, out to people yeah. that's the okay, way I took it when yeah, I came like cool. but as you said people take different things out of it yeah. but yeah, I liked it from day one. You kind of make it your own anyway, yeah. no matter what you yeah. do. Like, I yeah. always mention the example of corn, like, fucking corn with a K. Like, yeah. yeah. And it became the biggest but, like, like, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So it's just, like, I don't know, even if something seems a bit shit on the surface, <laughs> yeah. it's like, you can just make it your own. Like, exactly. You, know, you don't have to, like, kind of be so fragile about yeah. that. You can't, you know. It's hard to fucking find a band name that isn't taken. Oh, yeah. Oh, you search around. forever. you care Christ. as you get older. Like, I, I genuinely haven't checked if Spirit Merchant is another band name. But it is. No, so I there is, yeah. There's, there's Spirit Spirit merchants. They, yeah. They're dead. We're <laughs> gonna find the them. Neck. We're gonna hunt them. We're gonna. <laughs> I'll be class if it was like Afro jazz or something. Yeah, we could do a fusion album. Yeah. They're like a voodoo Jamaican band. That's yeah. like where the spirit comes in. If we somewhere sunny, that'd be a nice little holiday yeah, yeah. for a month. We get a grant from the government and everything. We can swap houses for a few months. Yeah. It'd be class. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wife's off kind of job. Like. <laughs> this is going out in the air, Leon. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm not married, Colin. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, stop. Shit. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you tell me about drink? Because I just think I've got spirit motion. <laughs> <laughs> he won't even upload the podcast. He's like, those guys are jokers. <laughs> I actually never once associated it with drink. Honestly, well, that, well, that's, that's I prefer your image. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. Like, but that's great to hear, though, because like, yeah, yeah. like. That's 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 what I'd hope. But that's it. Well. Like yeah. when I think say think of spirit, not alcohol. It's yeah. the spirit of the yeah, soul. Yeah, that yeah, sort yeah. of way. Yeah. It's yeah. the thing, though, about 
fucking creating anything, you're never, you're never happy. No, no, yeah, 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 done, I know, yeah. I have yeah. ever done anything, anything. There's something wrong with every single thing I've ever done. Yeah. I can never enjoy it fully. You should Just, do it. If I have a few drinks, then I can enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, even the name, like, it perfectly fine yeah mm -hmm. in fact it's a good name yeah. and it conjures up as we've just seen many different things which is great yeah but you still are critical of even a good idea you know it's just yeah. it's just the cross to bear i think yeah if like i mean i tortured my mates for ages over the name of the podcast like do you know yeah, and yeah even oh, you do, like, yeah. and like the metal cell like but again it's just like it's just so many different meanings of cell mm. so it's down to the person then to figure that out you know I'd it's hate it. for someone just to go oh it's a jail moments with like it's cellularly in us like the tribal yeah, yeah, feeling yeah, yeah. Oh! <laughs> do what David Lynch does Twin Peaks never explain anthem yeah <laughs> you take your own meaning from it he's always yeah. asked what does Twin Peaks mean it's what it means to you that's it yeah just put yeah. it back on the person exactly yeah. put it back on the person yeah. same with lyrics as well you know oh yeah like kind of all that sort of shit you're hoping the person reflects their own kind of yeah. feelings and shit through it back at themselves rather than going like well what's this mean or well you know what's this what's this lyric or yeah. you know it's, when it's really open-ended like it's more applicable so but I, I, I love bands then though that will print their lyrics yeah. the thing about it is it's expensive to print change. your cds with your lyrics you know if you want to yeah. get a booklet it really makes things a lot more expensive so i think a lot of bands are kind of I think that would be the reason for a lot of them. Or even put them on your website, on your Bandcamp yeah, you or something that, like yeah. that. On your YouTube, yeah. Yeah. YouTube. There you go. Like. Do you know what I loved recently? I seen Black Midi. They put up the stems for their album. Like, oh, you know. Wow. Oh, yeah. no, it was fucking amazing to see, though, because, um, like, to fuck someone, like, just trumpets and shit in there you would have never realised, you know, and shit. Um, and then they just offered them up for people to just remix, you know. Really? Yeah, and it's fucking Great. amazing. Like, just even load them into fucking Ableton or whatever, just to see all the shit that went fucking into it. Fucking hell, that's a cool idea. Is Lama going it is, a few yeah. years ago as well? Yeah. Yeah, a few, a few, I think a few bands have now, yeah. It's a fucking great idea. It was it yeah. Becker Bork put it out as sheet music, one of the albums? So you had to play it to listen to it. Really? And they put out something before, yeah. Beck? Or Bjork, one oh, of the, I know it was probably Bjork. It was probably Bjork. I hope, yeah. it's, I hope it's Bjork because Beck's a fucking Scientologist. Yeah. Sorry. Oh yeah. Oh, thirty years. Yeah. He's gone to shit. I man. think he might be. I oh no 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 no. We need someone. We need a fact checker. Be black that's it. Yeah. man's name. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> when the budget gets bigger, lads. That's <laughs> it. Yeah. You need young Janie in the corner. Yeah. What the? What dirt did merchant? But you were saying that like he's he's not a write-off yet, no? Beck? Yeah. Uh, no, I've listened to some of his later stuff. Uh, mm. Whereas 20 years ago, the whole album is brilliant. Now, yeah, yeah. there's still two songs that would be better than most of the stuff that's out there that's popular. Yeah. He's he, a very interesting guy. Yeah, Very he is, interesting. Yeah. Like. He's diverse, you know. Have you ever seen him live? Uh, once. And he can't remember I was fucking off my like, uh, <laughs> constant story, yeah. Yeah, uh, Psalm no, one Psalm once ten oh ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. Yeah. I did too, but as I said, just yeah. not really sure about it. But Metler's just getting fucking three, three seconds of goat snake in Roburn. It's I've been waiting to, for years to see them and I remember <laughs> three seconds yeah. like I remember a whacking years ago walking up and I liners obviously. But walked up to the whiskey tent, asked for a whiskey and coke poured it on my head <laughs> and then turned around to everyone asking them where's Obed I want to see Obed and they were like turn around turn around and Obed were playing like. <laughs> I was looking for them and they were behind me like, brilliant oh you're oh, Obed <laughs> were they good? I can't remember <laughs> I remember that and then I was like maybe it was just like oh, fuck. yeah I mean you're a great example actually of we'll say a musician that 
always seems to be on the wrong end of time slots, especially with Zahora. They're I, always 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock. A lot of that is being asked to do that. You right. know what I mean? And then you're like, you want to... Like a good band at the end of the night, I think, is a good thing for yeah. a big gig. And not a lot of bands want to do it. I believe in earning your stripes, you know. Mm. So someone needs to do the graveyard shift. We'll do the graveyard shift this time, you know. Yeah. So I think we've done all the graveyard shifts that can be done. <laughs> <much longer. laughs> and, you know, that comes against you in many ways. It really teaches you a lot about yourself and the individuals in the band. Right. You know what I mean? Because if, it, you know, it just does. like So mm. there's two ways then of dealing with any things that might arise by doing, putting yourself in uncomfortable positions. Yeah. It's learn where the chinks are in the armor. Yeah. And then okay. repair cool. them and move forward, you know? Mm. So it's playing music with Zora. Like we're in for a long haul and we really would get in a van tomorrow and tour the world. And that's what we really want to do. That's very hard to do, mm-hmm. but you can put yourself in really hard positions and see how you do. Yeah. And then you can turn that into music. Mm. And that's what that's all about. Okay. So, yeah, a lot of graveyard shifts. I'd recommend it, though. If you can if you can do it, it's really amazing. I stayed sober for a lot of them. And the last mm. one, I was dead sober. And seeing people that drunk and, how, and yeah. how your music hits them when all their inhibitions are gone yeah. tells you a lot about your music okay. and the power that you wield when mm. you play music. So... Yeah, there's there's some positive insights to be taken from yeah. it. And then I mean, it's obviously shit like as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, um, what I enjoyed, because like for Monolith, I, I, I probably caught maybe 20 minutes of you, but I, ju- I was just spit. Um, but like, it was a great example of what you were saying. There was guys just trashed at it, like, you know. Yeah. But um, once you lock eyes with that trash person, it's like you literally are keeping them up by yeah, looking yes, at them. Exactly. And, yeah, and yeah, yeah, like yeah. literally, it's like you've literally connected with a mind and the mind is just being shackled by this drunken monkey body. Yeah. So you're leading this brain and you're like, yeah. it's cool. It's the yeah. coolest feeling ever. But then, then I, 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 I just throw you back then to the siege where you played and that was mental. That was like, everybody was, everybody was up oh, for it. Oh, was that when they were the last band? What? When they were the last band on? No, a couple of no, years no, back. No, like, no, you no, were no, the no. last we band. Early. Yeah. No, no, and the siege was it. This did you play this siege year? just gone? Oh, the tribulation yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We were on at a decent time. Yeah, and that was brilliant. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. I seen them. You, he, McCary calls it deadlining from Zedekal, not headlining. Deadlining. Yeah. But you played. Was it two or three years ago? You saw her with the last band on the main stage. That's yeah, right yeah. as well. Yeah, that was. On that was a great gig. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was a great gig. See, it gig. can go really well because it can it's go, just it can go on a few years. It can, yeah, yeah. Obviously, really I say that a lot. That's a, a very easy way of putting things. Yeah. But like alcohol, like we talked about, alcohol is just alcohol is a great lubricant for life, mm. but it also completely destroys everything in your life if you're not yeah. careful. Yeah, and it can destroy everything in one fucking night that you have that you've built for fucking a long time. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's just it's a tough fucking nut to crack. Like to be able to be social. We were talking about it even on the way out here today. To be able to be social and still be able to work in those environments, in those tribes, yeah. and entertain and like put your best effort forward mm. without going against who you naturally are as well. Yeah. That fucking balance. We're spirit merchant now. You are, and I don't like saying starting at the bottom, but you are sporting at the moment. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it's an interesting one to watch you. 
because as I said, look, I love I love your stuff. You, you, you certainly any of you that know you individually all know your history, your background and your fucking talents. But as a new band on the scene now, for example, to the masses, you're going up there now and uh, Paddy Power wouldn't take a bet on you for that. Like, you know, I think myself. Oh, yeah, he must be fucking seasons, he would. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, he, he would be odds on to get through. That's what I mean. Like, I mean, we'll be hopeful anyway. Yeah, yeah. Like, but like, it's, it's just interesting to see as a band now that are supporting acts. Yeah. When it's when lovely. I, it's, a, it's a nice breath of fresh air because there's no pressure. You know? yeah. 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 It's free and like, you know, try out a few things and. Mm. You know, tighten things up. You yeah. know, would not too many eyes on you or whatever, just for pure for the pure laugh of it. You know? Yeah, but it's gonna get serious from it to the masses though. This is uh this yeah. is gonna be good. I I'm 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 enjoying well, I think like that, uh, that build up to that gig. Yeah. Oh, know? we've got some plans of how to build it up a little bit more and yeah. we're not trying to be cryptic or anything about anything we're doing. It's literally mm-hmm. just we're under no pressure. A lot of the times when you're young and you start a band as soon as you have a song written, you you want to get recorded and then you want to put it on the internet so you can get the likes and the da da da. Now mm. we just don't give a shit. So yeah. it's, mm. it's really just why record anything that we don't like? Yeah. You know? It's mostly, I, I just mostly want just playing riffs for the boys and them going, like, yeah, that's fucking deadly. Yeah. 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 That's all I fucking yeah. want. Like, you know, it's just the voice, like, yeah, that's fucking cool, man. Let's fucking do some of that or whatever. And yeah. vice versa, you know? Just yeah. like, that later on but other people hearing and 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 thinking it's good it kind of comes or whatever but you know for now it gets to a point where you have to be you have to look at it with different eyes because if you think you're doing something good it's okay to never share that with the world but mm-hmm. if you can why not so yeah. like ali said playing gigs is an extra well yeah. we already are successful because the things that we've done in that room up in dublin hill mm-hmm. is just amazing to me mm-hmm. so we're already successful but why not record it really well and share it and with, share it with yeah. the world yeah. and play some gigs to people that you've never met before and yeah. you know that's the thrill that's another thrill so we're really now we're starting to we ha- we've had our gestation period and now we're starting to get a little bit more hands on in terms of organising ourselves yeah. yeah and we've all learned so much over the years recording in bands mm. and we have a lot of people that we know and this and that so mm. I think um, you, you, you earn the right to bypass a lot of stuff Exactly, yeah. It's a good actual Even in the last six months, we've got way more productive. It's just uh, about a year ago, we'd have an idea, and it might take two months to come to fruition. We have an idea now, it might do- be done 10 minutes later. We actually know where that yeah. part of the song is going to go, and it's just way more productive. So how many times do you rehearse a week? Uh, we Mostly once a week, sometimes twice a week. Yeah. And we get out there, we start every, every jam is with a jam first. Just okay. for just 20 minutes, just 20 minutes, and we might come up with something brilliant. Mm. And then we just uh, get a song, take one riff, play around with it, and then do the whole thing. So we might do that with three or four riffs, see where it takes us. After about three or four minutes of jamming it, you kind of know that's where we want it to be. And then it's just hone it all in together. Yeah. yeah. And how long How long do you rehearse for then? Is it one hour, two hour, or the... Or two, two, to, two, two to three, whatever. Mm. We'd go longer, yeah. but... It's literally like a finishing work and getting there after work and yeah. work traffic. You're there at seven. Yeah. Yeah. You get burned out as well. You know, like four, five, six hours or whatever. It's just kind of way too much because you're, you're getting oh, well, yeah. You, know you, you start repeating yourself after about you're four wrong. or five hours and yeah. the energy goes. Mm. And especially if you're doing a bit of jamming as well and creating on the spot. It's like you run out of fucking energy to be mm. coming up with new ideas and you need to fucking sleep. You've spent probably probably a year and a half. Is it a year, is it? 
I'd say a year. Like. More or less. Yeah. How long are you in the band? Like? No, wh- when was the monolith? Monolith was uh, August. First monolith. Yeah. First monolith. We weren't at the first monolith. We were the second. About a year, yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's about a year. Yeah, I'm yeah. still stinking, yeah. yeah. It took me three jams to lock in with them. First two jams, I was like, what's going on here? <laughs> I like it, but I can't get into it. <laughs> then third jam just clicked and yeah. motoring since then. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. So and uh, every time, from me looking at the stuff that, when I came into the band, the stuff they had is brilliant, but then the stuff they're coming up with now is just it's on another level. And mm. as a drummer, you just want to walk into a room and guys have good riffs. Yes. So I'm happy out, like. Yeah. Leon is like a well. Leon is like yeah. the secret little well. Yeah, you keep putting the bucket <laughs> down. <with laughs> <thumbs> <laughs> you remember the water by when you had to play. <laughs> That's Leon, like, you just have, you got that nice right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And we all, I think all our personalities and we just have a lot of respect for each other and a lot of trust in each other, I think. So then when you start with a good idea and then you have all of that, yeah. it just, it's just mm. very it makes it easier, obviously. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm trusting people as well to come out with a fucking mad idea and a weird time signature and then another weird time signature and then another mad idea and on and on. Yeah. And I'm trusting people to just go, oh yeah, I see what you're getting at here and not mm. kind of just... Cause I remember, away, I remember know. talking to two lads. Um, you weren't there, Leon. Um, but I just put it to him, you know, watching them live on stage as well. That it's you actually don't need another rhythm guitarist. You know, just as a three piece, the dynamic, the tone, everything is there. You know, so kind of just the way you've progressed now, and I'm really looking forward to hearing actually some physical songs. You know, we got um, another. How good. far away from that? We have plans. We don't have. We haven't set the plans in stone just because when Christmas happened, it literally took two weeks out of our momentum. Yeah, but yeah. it's looking like March. We're going to record. Yeah, right. Mm. Um, and we'll have music out not long after that. So yeah. Yeah. we've we've been on defence about we'll be just waiting to write an album. But I think the songs you write early in a band's career, if you want to call it that, if you don't get them down, yeah. they'll kind of just fall away. Yeah. and I think it's important to chronicle the first chapter. Yeah. So we're mm. kind of like chronicling the first okay. chapter, but the second chapter is is already so in motion. Out know? of those songs that you played in Monolith, um, Altar of Abuse, is it Sonario? Sonario, Sonario yeah. Yeah. Masonic. Masonic, yeah. Did any of those survive? All three of them. Yeah. 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 Really? Yeah. We've, yeah. Never, oh, yeah. we've never thrown that in a way. Like, I think oh, our oh. first release now, we're just going to catalogue those first songs, yeah. Yeah. wrap yeah. them up into a nice little EP. Because okay. we have like one of the new ones like Akatiz and that we played up at the Torch Support Gig last day mm. and a few other mad little ones here and there yeah. we need to put some fucking yeah. serious effort into getting right or whatever. You know? There's one right. called Tappy Boy. Oh, oh. Which is going to oh. like, which is you going had to Siren just... Boy as well, He said I'll put them up in Dropbox, the Tappy riffs, and then you're going one, two, three, and you're down with riff number eleven. What's going on here? Like, yes. <laughs> so I think like we all, even Leon, has to learn that song. Like yeah, <laughs> we yeah. all just that, but it's great. It's like yeah, yeah. it's like you know when you book a, a holiday away in eight months you're yeah. like oh that'll keep you going through the winter yeah. it's like no matter what I know we still have Tappy yeah. Boy to write we, we have a few you acorns know, yeah. in the fucking tree yeah tree. yeah you haven't heard Ecotese yet have you no we played the gig and some fella emailed us three days later we recorded it in the crowd like and it actually came mm. up really well like. he's probably yeah. one of those guys with his phone up like yeah uh, it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> he actually had one of those task cam fucking he did yeah. yeah 
But uh, yeah, that was very nice. It's nice when someone does that something like yeah, that yeah. because we had no footage of the gig. Yeah, yeah, that was I a good gig. Appreciate it as well. Yeah, yeah, that's playing, it. Like playing that gig was great because we played to people that not alone had never heard of us. Yeah. They yeah. had never heard of any of the other bands that we've been in. So there was, was that no supporting torch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was okay. n- uh, for a, like, and it was a really full room. Because yeah. we were the only support, and okay. everything started a little bit later, so it all went for us, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And the sound was just oh. fucking yeah. phenomenal. It was in incredible. There. We brought our own backline because we weren't sure if we'd be able to use theirs, um, and we were glad we did because oh, yeah. it just, yeah. you know, we were in control of everything. Did many come up afterwards, Steve? Yeah, that's. You got good you feedback. Know, great right? feedback, mm-hmm. and even afterwards, you know, getting maybe a video sent on Instagram, and there was mm. people that actually didn't know who we were and you know out of earshot you are in earshot you hear someone say that support band was great my god yeah, and cool. you know that they don't know that you're a new band or that this or that that yeah. blah, blah, blah. so they're just judging you based upon the gig you just played yeah so that was great yeah. I, I remember at the very end of the gig the last note of music is it just dead stops and you just went flattened it <laughs> and the whole crowd was just like all right <laughs> you know, it was cool very yeah, my my mate Jimmy from Castle Bar was up with it and came off stage and he couldn't get over that the sound for the three piece it was so full and stuff yeah. like that. As you said with the other guitarist, if we got another rhythm guitarist, it would actually inflict on the bass tone that he's oh, getting he and it wouldn't come across properly. Yeah. So Well like just, I mean, as a drummer like, you'd know. Yeah. I kinda like to go into that territory as well on guitars. I was like yeah, like I think I'm swap over and I, I, I go into a bassier place tonally and he yeah. goes into a. Yeah, I've seen that with you. Yeah, yeah, you did that actually. For What's the thing you have as well? The the Ebo. The Ebo. Oh. Oh. Have, you got, have you got the Ebo? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 She's like, I'm going to Ebo, you were going to be on the Yeah, I know, it's cool, little fucking like like noise making little things it's kind of some one of those things you don't see on bass that often, you know what I mean? Especially with ton of reverb and shit, like, yeah. Really atmospheric. And it's uh, <laughs> strange, like, you know. Yeah, it's class. We love our tone. That's a big thing for us is pushing tone and using that as something that's as impressive as a riff. So how, like, what can change? Like, Leon's mm. pedal board is amazing, you know. Yeah. I have to shout out to Keen Moose, Moose Electronics. I've had to get a few pedals off him lately. And so that it changes how you play guitar. Mm. Yeah, right. You know, it's like playing football with a cheap pair of high-tech football boots yeah. and getting your Adidas Predators. Yeah. Of course you're going to play better, you know. Yeah. You have better mm. tools to do the job. So mm. um, that's a and big thing for us. So. That's what they are, is all just tools. Like, you know, just yeah. this, it's that bit of colour at the end rather than it being the be-all, end-all. Of course. Yeah, like, yeah. So like a lot of spells you might you might use for a couple of songs or whatever. And then the one fucking time it's needed, kind of like the Ebo thing, when you do hear it, yeah. it fucking really stands out. Of course, like, yeah. You know, it's like kind of tasteful. You know? Yeah. And, you know, no more than the fucking Saxon Scaltine. You know, I I welcome, you know, the odd song that will have a curveball that will make you sit up and go, holy shit. Oh, like yeah. like car bomb. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But that was, a, I'm sure, yeah, he, he told you the story with that. We're in the recording studio. Oh, we'd love a sax pit there. And he goes, oh, yeah, I own sax. Yeah. It's amazing how things happen like that. Yeah. yeah. But it turns out, well, like, what will we have? Oboe, He's got violin. Do you know what would be really cool? It would be like a double bass with a tiny oh, bit of dirt yeah. on it. Fucking just for, for, uh, for the last. Double bass with a tiny bit of what? Dirt, dirt on it, you dirt know, on like it, yeah. maybe just a bit of course or something, but mm. maybe bold or whatever. You can have to wear a suit while playing it, though. Uh, <laughs> I have to. Well, like, a zoot suit, right? Do yeah. <laughs> you know what you're, you're, you're saying? Your tone, right? Um, we'll just say you have four or five songs finished, we'd say, just for argument's sake. You, you know how many you've done. 
is there kind of a team going through all those songs with tone that your sound is is kind of de- are you developing kind of and you know kind of like like clay or molding this sounds yeah. deliberately yeah but to it's, be all, it's, spirit it's, it's not a calculated thing okay it's, it's a it's a feeling thing and then after it when it eventually feels right then you go what am i doing Mm. Right. that kind of thing mm. yeah. you know you'll notice yourself you keep jamming songs and you're all like when it comes to changing your tone and your and, and affecting your sound in weird ways you do something in a, in a place and then three times later you might have gotten rid of it because you just were trying to make sure that it needed it or not okay and then other times you'll discover something you're like well that's obviously was supposed to happen there you know yeah so then yeah. it's after but that's when it comes to recording a lot of bands don't like recording they're afraid of it i love it because you get to get down into the weeds of all of that yeah mm. and then you get the you have another dimension to your palette um as vocalist then how do you figure that out then to where where cer- certain sections we'll say you can add vocals or do you just go fuck it i leave it as it's hard to tell uh, well, not not so long ago i was talking about just making this an instrumental band and yeah. then you have an epiphany and you're like no so personally i'm going to try a lot of different things with my vocals because once you're in a band that has an established sound you kind of an established voice and to to experiment is kind of you know it, it, it's like kicking a hornet's nest whereas when you don't have any this is the first time any vocals we recorded for this so you have the opportunity to try different things. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm not sure really what's going to happen. I think for me anyway, the way it works is it's good to have something to practice over. It's yeah. hard to do that when you're practicing at practice because mm. you're playing the guitar and you're thinking about pedals and you're exactly, thinking about yeah. anything else that you might be thinking about. So you don't have time to really think about what you're doing. You do and mm. you don't. I liked that with Matt out of Stag that he was able to explain that situation. You know that he's more or less rooted to the spot yeah. with this huge uh, vocal delivery yeah while also playing bass and you know just fucking literally grabbing a bottle of water and frantically gulping and mm. then keeping going you know yeah mm. um it's, it's you know it's just a nice insight to get and from your point of view it seems then that your vocals aren't as f- probably as frantic as grey stags there will be large gaps of you not singing i presume then oh yeah massively that's that's what i'm saying it will be very and it's almost going back to the tonal thing yeah it's using them as a tone in different places Mm. every now and again when you want something to be heard no matter if you have the lyrics to read or not it's good to have good sibilance and really deliver so that people understand at a point where that really can yeah and make something land but then other times you just need to open your throat and go, yeah. And that needs to be the tone that emphasizes the feeling of the music at yeah. that part of the song. Yeah. But that's something that comes with experience as well. Matt's a great vocalist in Grey Stag. I think a lot of times you can throw a lot of vocals at something when you're a vocalist because you think you have the duty to fill it up with vocals. Yeah. I think then learning less is more. Yeah. Is, is a hard lear- lesson to learn because you it feels counterintuitive sometimes. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, much agree with that. Yeah, yeah, less is more for sure as well. Um, like I don't, th- I don't think Con has ever thought that the the vocals were too in- integral to it as well, which mm. is sort of a good thing, I suppose. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. A lot of it isn't course. like it isn't solidly built around a few vocal hooks or or something, you know, which could be at some mm. stage. But um, 
they actually hit more, I found, the last night at the gig when they're a bit sparse, uh, especially in Akatesia. There's three sections when you come in and actually just really lifts it in that part. Yeah. Mm. And then it's brilliant for about eight, ten seconds, and then you're back into a monster riff then. Mm. It's uh, really good. He's been, he's been playing in the practice room with, uh, as he's saying, not doing all that guttural stuff, and it's really working well. Mm. So yeah. there's a lot of things we can do with it. Yeah, I love a mix of everything, really, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. I suppose yeah. we all do, or whatever. Like Some clean vocals are yeah. amazing sometimes as well. Yeah, A lot of our sections work with clean vocals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then it's, it's like Bulger was saying, like it's the kind of tonal thing when you're going for the kind of really guttural stuff, you know. Yeah. It's yeah. like it's a very psychological thing. Singing, singing is. Yeah. I actually find it harder the older I get. I don't find it harder technique-wise. Okay. That's getting easier. Okay. Be able to control your voice and do whatever you want. But it's kind of like who gives a fuck what I have to say. So why am I? You know, that's yeah. that's a, something you struggle with a lot. I think. Yeah. So why am I writing these words down? Or so a lot of times actually. Leon would write lyrics and I'll take from them and amalgamate them or sometimes if I feel like I have something to say about me or you yeah. know it's but it's a hard one so less is more I think is a yeah. lesson that, that we've learned but that just works for us yeah yeah you know what I mean there are people that ha can do amazing things with lyrics that you know you could never do with an instrument as well so it's just mm. different strokes I suppose what have you planned for next year gig wise uh, I didn't see anything up there yet apart from fibbers yes we're fibbers on February 29th First yeah. heat. Well, it's, it's not the first heat, but it's our first heat of heat the Masses final. You're with Death Can Wait, Easy Kills, at a guess. Yeah. Pleasant to a King and Vendetta Love. Just on about doing that gig and getting the EP done. Once you get the EP done, mm. it's like we're trying to focus on that. Yeah. After yeah. that, we'll gig yeah. anywhere. I think we're all up for taking our time doing everything. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. If anyone has any cool gigs they want to offer us, I mean, yeah. we're, we're always open to playing gigs. Always oh, open. It's just. Yeah. Well, you're in the, the right game, spot yeah. anyway, to be fair. Like. Playing at nine <laughs> o'clock to two people somewhere. Yeah. Like. It yeah. just, you know, it just be, at this stage of the game, it, it just would be counterproductive. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we're well up for playing gigs. We like playing gigs. It's just we're happy to sit and yeah. do things of our own accord. Yeah. We we haven't been hugely proactive looking for gigs. It's just been get yeah. the songs done. Once yeah. the songs are done, then you your focus changes mm -hmm. to your social media and all that sort yeah. of stuff. Like, mm -hmm. but uh, we're not at that stage yet. Where once the EP is done, then we'll be going getting mm. the gigs yeah gigs aren't a problem to get really yeah not around art not around it's not around cork anyway either, yeah no you know? exactly that's it um, thankfully thankfully yeah yeah did you get your um monolith ticket yet got the two early birds did you get two early birds yeah cool that's okay. it so that's you sorted i might have to crisscross with all together now as well are you gonna go yeah yeah Is that on that weekend, yeah? yeah it's yeah. on that weekend as well all together now down in uh in waterford waterford yeah mm. yeah it's nuts, isn't it? Ah, it's just, but it just goes to show every artist are coming in, Guns and Roses charging mm. 140 quid. It's the consumption of music. It's uh, People listen to music on their phones. That's great. But people go to gigs now. Young people go to gigs. It's mm. all about the gig experience. It wasn't about the gig experience 20 years ago for a lot of people. Now it is. How many festivals are, if you go looking for festivals in Ireland, you'll be looking for hours. It's crazy, yeah. It's mm. brilliant choice. Yeah. It's amazing. Altogether now was run by the people that started Electric Picnic, is that correct? Yes. Yes, yeah, correct. Yeah. Exactly. That team kind of trying to bring it back to yeah. its original. Exactly. The of it last year. The, uh, they had some argument or something. They added 6,000 people and were, and <laughs> the site probably wasn't, or the access to the site wasn't good enough for the extra 6,000 people. Yeah. Oh, well, I know it was, it, was, it, was, it was fucking atrocious. It was yeah. one of those situations where you get to a hill and oh, there's yeah. like 100 yards down a hill and rocks. 
It's oh. almost like no one had been to a festival before thinking about all the people bring wheeling in their carts and shit and they're fucking, you know what I mean? Really? It's honestly yeah. like no one had ever even been to a festival who organised that. And then when you got to the end of the hill, then you had to start travelling back up another hill yeah. with all, and like, you know the amount of people you'd see on the side like who've just given up, given up a yeah. wheel has fallen off their suitcase <laughs> and they're there with like 60 cans and they're drinking vodka and they're friends together <laughs> around they're like we're staying here now lads that's it <laughs> and it was so good the year before though yeah, Every, no, everyone reported just... that it was an amazing experience mm. like. there's one down Trebulgan as well yeah um, that's, that's I've heard good things about that every year yeah people stay in the in the old place where they used to have the water world Correct, so you yeah. stay in chalets and yeah, everything yeah, like yeah. that yeah but it takes it, it takes a village or it takes a village, village that's, that's it, it yeah. Yeah. yeah that's great crack we when we played hammerfest over in england it was like no trailer park boys tv show yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was like trailer park boys but a metal geek brilliant there's yeah. oh ricky <laughs> batman actually played the team music on his phone like a hangover viewer and it kept going for about three hours you know <laughs> oh, oh brilliant but and like um, sunstroke as well like i mean oh yeah you're gone serious day not, I, I go foreign man it's, you go foreign i get, I get my value you're going to miss foreign. the first proper big big no, metal proper, fest proper headache proper headache depends on what kind off. of drugs you're taking uh, <laughs> no drugs <laughs> no drugs sorry yeah yeah Judy. we don't endorse drugs on the metal side no <laughs> they're banned lads they're, they're illegal they're bad they're heard. bad for you <laughs> But uh, yeah, that's just no uh, Gojira. I know I've seen Gojira. I've done all that. This that sunstroke is for lads that just don't get abroad for gigs. That's true for festivals okay. and happy days. It's great for them, you know. But I mean, it is. Cool I get abroad, you know, that, like a rock and metal. <laughs> you know, getting that kind of platform because inevitably there will be people there that don't know Gojira or yeah. Mastodon or Death oh, Noise, and they here. will go away and listen to them. Spot oh, yeah, definitely. Day. And yeah. if that means that. I get to see Gojira in Vicar Street or something next year. I'm all for that. Yeah, you I sure mean like the value is there for one day, which is seventy six or seventy nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great value for yeah. that day, which is Gojira yeah. on that day with a wake of them. Yeah. The Sunday, yeah. Sepultura, yeah. Sepultura are really after turning things around in terms of their output. I mean, they've always been good, but always been judged based upon their older of course, albums yeah, of course yeah, but yeah. their last album that came out and what I've heard of I've the seen new one live they've got a cool thing going at the probably moment. four times in the last five years oh, very good he's yeah. a fucking yeah. animal hopefully watch that guy's yeah. videos on YouTube their drummer yeah. just, he's got a lot of really well produced That's yeah. drum you're not about Igor Ka- Ka- not Igor Cavalera is it a different is he called e- no, no it's not Igor that's in it's something else anyway but it's serious the replacement for Igor it's just there's something about watching drummers play drums that is incredibly I entertaining. It. I love like yeah. seeing even like you know Mario from Gajira's Instagram just putting up he's rudiments, uh, and it's just the ca- most casual thing ever. Just saying it's yeah, he's so just, good, uh, amazing, like, yeah. so good. The drummer from Carabom as well, like following him on Instagram too. The precision, Jesus yeah. fucking Christ, like, mm, it's just yeah. amazing to see. Like you know, the man from Magla put up a drum vid from live drum cam from some gig he did. Oh, it's off yeah. the wall, just brilliant. Like, Hopefully Sunstroke takes off. Imagine a yearly metal festival. Yeah. Likes of Meshuggah and stuff coming over to Ireland to play yeah. festivals. Fantastic. Aren't Senza mm. are playing? Yeah. Dead mm. Labour are playing? Yeah. yeah. There may be a couple other Irish bands that mm. are out for it. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Following the signs are actually on it, even though they're not yeah. down on the on the bill. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong, Ali? Nothing's wrong. <laughs> 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 are they on it? They are, yeah. Wow. The fucking Noel put it up. 
And no, put it up. Yeah, and I just went, are you serious? Are you playing? And he goes, yeah. And I goes, but you're not down. Fair it. play for again. That, that's that's all I can say yeah. to that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. fair MCB, play. Baby. That's yeah. the crowd like that. Are, that's obviously, yeah, like, obviously look, Spotify, how many headlines have you seen this year? Heavy metal is the fastest growing music, says really? Spotify. Sir. Yeah, I've seen that. That's, that's, that's been a thing now for the last okay. year or two. Okay. So obviously, a good thing, it seems, with streaming platforms, however you agree with it or you don't mm. based on what the artist has paid mm. the exposure is worth a lot as well so this, the numbers tell the story so if yeah. metal music is being listened to more obviously mm. that can be told yeah. people that's that want to make money from music yeah. are going to want to support it enough to get people to go mm. to a gig so that's, that's because the output of metal is yeah, phenomenal yeah. the, 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 the allegiance that people have people yeah. are rallying I think as well yeah. in a slight little bit against the pop driven culture and that yeah um, like you should compare it to pop in the eighties and nineties, like you, the eighties alone, pop music was it was brilliant. I ju- I Leon won't, <laughs> but I will. Yeah. I, I, I have to say, when it comes yeah. to the eighties, nineties and the nineties, bar, bar a few now. bands, yeah. I I hate everything to do with the eighties. Like, the sound of the synths, the way they produced, fucking everything, the garish fucking like sort of cheapness of their videos, all the like pink that. and. Nah, nah, nah. Nah, and I'd pop see, collars and shit. See, Fuck this God. is where the age Fuck. difference comes in. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. So you're saying the 90s <laughs> was better pop music than well, the 80s? like, I suppose in the decade you grew up in anyway, you're going to yeah. have a more affinity towards it or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh, 80s pop it's, music it's, is better. It's, it's recognised worldwide. No, well, like, I hate pop music from all. Oh, I know. All yeah. Yeah. But like, I'm just saying, though, to kind of, when you look at 80s, pop music to what's coming out now it's just shit like there's nothing there's you'd nothing listen to an, oh, well, yeah, yeah you'd listen to an 80s song yeah. you wouldn't listen no. to but what they've done is they've distilled it down into this formula yeah, where, yeah, yeah. like yeah. You know, it was called pop music because it was popular because it was good yeah, yeah. now they just <laughs> now they it's paint, or music by numbers or whatever but like, I have a feeling like some of the resurgence in heavy metal is or heavy music even is because people are rallying against all this pop in, in a certain sense even if you listen to radio these days there's people like idols and like Black mm. Midian, these boys in there, and like even what's that Dublin band Fontaines DC and all that, there they've all got this kind of like post punk thing going on. Yeah, and it's and even girl band like we're getting a lot of radio airplay for a while. Yeah. It's slowly starting to sneak back in a little bit. Yeah. Oh, but people craving that fan club, the boys from fan Dublin. club. Yeah. yeah, people are craving that. Even think back to the early the early nineties, that you know there's people like Aerosmith and like Run DMC were doing crossovers and shit, and now mm. it seems like all the hip-hop and stuff they're they're crossing over with pop and that people like taylor swift and shit will have a fucking what they did was they crossed over with dance yeah that's what a lot yeah. of the yeah, rappers a lot of the production is sort of dance music yeah more than, yeah but i suppose yeah. it's club so a lot of that pop music is popular because you can play it in a club as well just put a put a heavier kind of kick on it or something yes that's it yeah, yeah. and know, that's so. and that's that's yeah because mm-hmm. i mean like a lot of that came out of the rave scene as well you know yeah. massive beats and rhythms yeah. like i mean like the best of the lot were the prodigy for me, you know. I they love just fucking, oh, yeah. fucking love the prodigy. Chemical Brothers. Yeah. 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 So like, I mean, Chemical Brothers playing in Cork this summer. Actually. They are. Yeah, got me tickets. Oh, never seen them. I've seen them about three times. Have you? Uh, yeah, they're pretty deadly. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like I went to the prodigy in Public Enemy around two years ago and it was just divine oh it's yeah just one of the best ever see the prodigy's heavy like Trip yeah. do you know yeah. what I mean Big like time. it's fucking and, and to be fair yeah. right I was my wife was just fucking horrified at, at the thought of even going near the front for the prodigy and I says look I'll be back just headed off up long thinking I hadn't a hope in hell of getting through mm. nah I was, I was right up the front in oh the you would yeah like, I was at them in it was a weird. trip to tip 96 
Prodigy. Yeah. Foo Fighters and stuff like that. Very good Prodigy life. Yeah. I wouldn't be as mad into them nowadays as it was years ago, but like Jill to Generation, Fat oh, of the Land, man. two Jesus insane albums. Christ. They still yeah. play them to the start. Ah, they're you unreal. I remember yeah. going to Download Festival back in 2006, and I don't know if they were playing that weekend or not, but me and whoever I was with at the time were Langers, and they have a fun fair area in the festival, and one of the rides was playing Fat of the Land, that album, yeah. or Music for Jitter and Shmurum, mm. playing that album on repeat. Yeah. So we just stood there, I think, for maybe <laughs> one and a half like plays with the whole album, whirlwind headbanging, drinking bug fast, wherever we had. <laughs> and it was the place laugh ever, you know, <laughs> at a metal festival. So, yeah. ah, yeah. Uh, they have good crossover anguish appeal. makes good music though doesn't it you know what I mean when that's what it stems from like it, yeah. it, it turns into something like, and everybody can like relate to I can, and then everybody can relate to if you're a fan of the prodigy you, you certainly then can relate to Rammstein of course yeah. it's just oh, a yeah. fucking natural progression it, into yeah. it you yeah. know so prod- prodigy or punk band like that do dance music yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can even the way you used to always wear it was a Keith or you used oh, to always yeah. have green kind of fucking little tufts and yeah. shit like a punk That's with a chair, fierce yeah. nose and shit. It was that ethos, but just with true dance music. Mm. Like. Yeah, yeah, that was great. It's funny now that you brought up um, uh, Foo Fighters there as well. He's actually, you know, if you if if I was given the choice of a guy to get on a podcast, it would be him. More oh, so yeah. than we the guys him. that you'd expect me to get on. He's like, dead sound. He actually comes across as a fucking. Metal album that he did years ago. Yeah, yeah as a dude. A Any yeah. interviews I've ever seen, it's not put on. He's just a normal guy. Like mm. when we were at Trip to Tip, it was I think the Cardigans were on stage. He just came around the side and started saying hello to everybody, and we were just there. Lads went up, said hello. Hang on. Yeah. Mm. Sound dude. Uh, absolutely fucking iconic musicians. Oh yeah. Nirvana so fucking Foo Fighters musician like. But the pro- the Foo and Fighters. Queen's drumming as well. Oh yeah. Oh, oh it's unreal. Fuck me, yeah. like amazing. There you go. Yeah. That that first Foo's album was yeah. so good, and then the rest was. Oh. I look it up, whatever. But like, yeah. I mean, he's a dude and a half. Oh, the man. I think he admits that though as well. He's very open about like oh, Foo been but his like passion that, his you know? passion is incredible yeah. for music yeah. no matter yeah. what so like, I think that's what you mean I, I mean, we might have been talking about this one day as well like the passion from, that's what you need like you know because coming from work and that people and they don't have any time and they're wrecked and they need to eat and they still go in and play a lot of fucking riffs mm. yeah yeah you know the passion and the commitment yeah, like you know I mean you? I watched the podcast with him there um, Whitey Cummins um interviewed him you know and it was going great and you know he was chatting about it. and then she just suddenly just dropped him but what about your mental health and he just kind of looked at her and he went oh, i'm good you know i'm playing music you know my, why, why wouldn't my mental health be good as long as i've got a guitar or a fucking drum yeah yeah bash my you don't have a big therapist bill then either <laughs> you don't have a big therapist bill because yeah that's but i mean a... it's and like it was a right curveball to throw at him do you know, considering he didn't lead into it, she didn't lead y- into yeah, it. Yeah, considering yeah. as well that like he, he must have been through hell with Kurt oh, yeah. Cobain and all that shit as well. Like, but I mean, oh, he yeah. just he yeah. just answered it so fucking well. That's Look, it, I've like, got my music. I've yeah. got my guitar. I think it's the evidence of someone taking a very traumatic, horrible experience and learning the lesson from it. Yeah, and then mm. in its honor, doing mm. amazing things. You know. Yeah. yeah. Rather than like, just using it as an excuse, everybody's looking for an excuse to get yeah, off. Yeah, you wouldn't out. have picked him out from a crowd there. I know there were three piece, but you would never picked him out of that crowd to go 
well, he's going to be a fucking superstar. No, mm. no, fucking that's, fifteen that's years time. I right. still have his fucking yeah, he is. sanity. He wrote that tune though, didn't he, for Nirvana? I think it was called what? What did Nirvana call it? Marigold. Marigold. Yeah, that's the one. It was originally a Nirvana tune. I wonder whatever. He was kind of flashes of his songwriting. He, he, really, he, he had just started to write a few months before uh, when he was mm. in Nirvana. See, Dave Grohl is the perfect drummer. Because he doesn't put anything in or take anything out that is not e- needed exactly at that point. Mm-hmm. It's a thing that a lot of drummers, and I suffer from it too as well, putting in way too much. If you listen back to Dave Grohl, everything, and with the Queen's of Stone Age album he did, mm-hmm. everything is just perfect. Exactly yeah. what the song needs. His maturity mm-hmm. as a musician. Yeah. Because yeah. that's the hardest thing is not playing. Yeah. Everybody yeah. wants to be... Oh yeah, mm. I yeah. think we were talking about at the start as well, like 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 um, really leaning into the silences. Yeah, and like really, we haven't quite explored that too much yet, or whatever. But like really putting in big gaps and letting the fucking tone just lay there for a second, you know. Okay. Letting the air almost suck out of the room with people going, "Hold on, what the fuck?" Is-? You yeah. know what I mean? The really slow, drawn out kind of yob kind of thing. You know yeah. what I mean? It takes it takes a bit of balls to really slow it down and just rely on like like yeah. one note here and then like a couple of seconds later another yeah. note. You know? Yeah. It just balls. When I'm playing it. with them, like the when those slow sections come in, it reminds me of Dark Side the Moon. There's just sections, but they just let it, the drums go really quiet, but they're still there, and the yeah. tone goes for about ten seconds. Mm. And to be able to do that in a band is fantastic. Yeah. 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 And that and that's that comes with playing together for for a long mm. while, you know. But like, again, uh, this is my own perception of you. You are a loose band anyway, you know. And mm. just what you see on stage, sometimes you're going, are they actually making it up as they're going along? You know, that well, kind like of way. Some of those st- gigs we worked, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, some of the stuff does come out a little differently than what was planned. Like. Yeah, but, there you go. <laughs> but we do. We do genu- honestly give ourselves free reign. That if yeah. if we're having if we're playing a gig and we're feeling in a certain way. Just fucking go with it. Who's yeah. making, we're making the rules here, like. Yeah. yeah. But sure, uh, you'll get you'll get back into it with himself yeah, in the drum. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like a conductor at the back yeah, there. Exactly. You know? For first two gigs were very loose, uh, but we were, were kind of a more a more controlled chaos, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Mm. We've uh, found a way to still be loose, but it's uh, it's just tighter. Mm. <laughs> I, know I, exactly, like, I know exactly I think, what you mean. Yeah. I think yeah. like wilder might be a better way of almost putting it, you know, because it's it's got that to and fro. But it's yeah. just it's wild, but it's, we're getting better at being very precise about it as well. Because yeah. I suppose when you actually go to record yeah. it all, you have to be ultra precise about it. But I suppose yeah. live, we all like kind of fucking around yeah. a bit, you know. Yeah, yeah. the thing now when it comes to recording you know? as well, is yeah. it's, it's hard to record the loose stuff. Yeah, mm. and there you go. Yeah. But it's hard I mean, to not lose the soul from it, like. Yeah. And yeah. that's yeah. the biggest challenge, won't it be? Yeah, yeah. To not but to lose the soul. Who's the to do it? I yeah. think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh yeah. I think mm. it's a challenge for every band, really. It really just to is. get oh, the live. Yeah. Oh, it's so harsh. To, like to, to down into fucking production. We're looking at this country. There are some really great metal engineers in this country. Yeah. 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 There really are. There really, is. Really yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Mick Richards in Dublin. Kieran Cullohan in Limerick. Aidan yeah. Cunningham from Murdoch. Be interesting how the Baylor lads get on now. Now there's a band. Who they going up to? Who they going up to? They're in England. Oh, right. I think they're finished yeah. down all. Yeah, they yeah. are very good. With, uh, one of the guys from Conjurers. Mm. Oh, good. Them. So yeah. I believe it's, well, I, I don't know, but it's probably through those avenues. Yeah. So mm. from what I've heard, they've had an amazing time. I, I think, yeah. Yeah, I think they're, they're all there. Such a, um, their momentum is just incredible. Yeah, incredible. That's tone you, as well. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like tone and... Chris is an absolute powerhouse of a person as yeah. well. Like to just fucking the drive in him, like mm. you know what I mean? Mm. Like the portion of gigs and everything, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like all the boys are fucking unreal. But um 
Yeah, that's one of they the big, have, like, that's going to be it. one of the big bigger releases this year from the Irish scene, definitely. Oh, yeah. oh, for you sure, know. yeah. They have all the ingredients now, and they have, yeah. they obviously are working with the right people. That they re it really is there for the taking. Yeah, you know, it's a hard. This is a hard fucking game to be successful at. Yeah, you know, if it, it just is, it mm. life gets complicated for humans as individuals. Mm. So, in a band, it gets more complicated. So. It's amazing to mm. see what yeah. what people can do when they put their minds to it as a group of people. So yeah, yeah really fucking dream big, you know. I fucking just go for it. Yeah, like, yeah. You know There's no mean? reason, no reason anyone can't do it if That's you just it. no, just no ambition. Or, like, or just no such thing as too, too much ambition. Or yeah. just fucking throw yourself into it. For all, who cares if you fucking fall? Like, yeah, a long time dead. Exactly, you know. Just fucking go for it. Like, try and make something. Like, they'll just make your fucking mark. Yeah. Yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. all. That's all. That's required. Of you as a person, just to stand up and fucking say, right, this is what I'm about, and here it is, you know. Mm. And at least you got there and fucking did it, you know. Mm. That's the biggest, biggest well, thing, yeah, you know. I think it was even sounding like the last eight years, you're fucking even this podcast is fucking amazing to have something like this in the community, you know. Yeah, get cheers, people man. talking about everything and doing your passion. Yeah, talking to bands and getting the chats and that, you know what I yeah. mean? Fucking yeah, it's 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 like kind of. It's like a tightrope as well. You just don't know how it's gonna, how other people are gonna perceive it. You know, it's great yeah. talking to you and having the crack, and you know, like time flies and stuff like that. But when you release it out, then you you really hope that it gets to the right people. Yeah, you know, yeah. and yeah. but after that, then it's gone. You know, you yeah. don't look back. You know, yeah, yeah. and mm. whatever. But I know it's there for everybody. There's a there's a whole year now of of bands gone through me yeah. and where they all are at that stage in their in their career and their fucking lives and their stories and stuff it's all there nobody can take it away mm. so it's an archive there you go and that's it all the pebbles into a lake and all the ripples mm. yeah. yeah off it goes you know? like, we'll be a better band walking out of here than we were walking in because i, mean, <laughs> I understand more about the guys now than i did an yeah. hour ago and when mm. we go and jam that will just make now the tap is just yeah you know yeah that's class yeah. yeah so that's it lads um i'll end it with that um cool. fucking thanks a million for coming in i'm delighted i had the tree of you at last Our pleasure. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's cool. it's and yeah. um wow it's gonna be a big year for you um, look forward to it now we got, forward, some fucking, yeah. we got some riffs and some beats planned exactly yeah. that's it yeah, yeah. so Get the heftiness across. Yes. That's Spirit it. March in 2020, lads. Yes. You're yeah. on your way. It's the future now, 2020. <laughs> <laughs> so this is Richie from the Metal Cell Podcast. Thanks again to the lads. Uh, check out the Metal Cell on Facebook and Instagram and also on YouTube, um, which will be a big big thing this year. Um, but more of that to come later down the line. And uh, happy 2020 to everybody. <laughs>